Welcome to the Love to Hear podcast, a holistic health and wellness space created to make you feel good. Through our conversations about health, happiness, and self-love, we encourage you to live a life that you're obsessed with inside and out. Happy Love to Hear It Day. Welcome back to Love to Hear It. We are talking about authenticity because it is so important to living a healthy, happy life is to be authentic, to connect with people you love in deep, meaningful ways is to be authentic. And we just wanted to get into it, tell you how to be authentic, tell you what it takes, what it feels like. And I don't know, we're just going to freestyle some parts of it too. So we'll see where it takes us. How authentic do you feel like you are in this moment on a scale of one to 10 to our listeners and to Anna? I was like, I don't know. That's really putting me on the spot, but no, I feel at this point in my life, I'm definitely an authentic version of myself. I think that it's definitely developing authenticity is a lifelong journey. So it's not like, Ooh, Today I'm feeling, you know, 100% me, but I definitely overall as in a whole aspect feel like I'm much more my authentic self than I have been at previous times in my life where I'm living for me and I'm trying to do what I want to do all the time with, you know, the respect of others, but also for myself. And I Mm -hmm. don't think I've always been there, but I definitely think there's parts of my life still where I'm not always um, doing things fully for me. So I guess maybe that's where I'm lacking a little bit. But in other areas, I'm definitely on the up and up, if you will. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's good. Sounds like you're in a good good situation. And what about you? Yeah, I, I feel the same. I feel like... I, I've put in the work to yeah. get to a place where it's almost like I know myself more and know what I like and I don't like. So it's easier to say yes and no and to show up as myself in most situations. But I do still feel like there's sometimes, I don't know if it's like environments that I'm in or yeah. situations where I can feel like I'm putting on a little bit of a, I don't know if it's a wall up or you just kind of get into a mode of feeling a little bit more like, wait, I didn't really show up like myself in that scenario, but I feel like that gets lesser and lesser constantly. I really don't feel that very often. So that's nice. Yeah, (laughs) no, I think that's definitely a win. And I mean, I think it's as you get older, you know, you allow yourself to be a little bit more selfish. And when I say selfish, I feel like a lot of people always associate selfish with like a negative outlook. But in some senses or instances, you know, you need to be selfish for your own good, you know, to get what you truly want in professional settings or social settings or whatever it may be, you know, like being selfish, saying no to things you don't want to do, things like that. I feel that helps for you to also be your most authentic self. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I think the, 
the biggest aspect of it is centered around like other people's perceptions of us yeah, and wanting to be liked. And we, I, we've talked about this many times before about like the desire to be accepted and to be loved by other people. And I think that is a really like beautiful, natural thing. And I think it's a wonderful human aspect that we like connection and strive yeah. to be close to people, but it's almost, and I think this is part two of getting a little bit older and closing out or ending relationships that don't feel good anymore. And the more that you surround yourself with people that you feel really comfortable around and two, like being in really deep relationships with people that were, you know, marrying or whoever, like even just your best friend, whatever it is, people that you could be like, totally what let your walls down around and just be like, feel like you're with your family, you know? Yeah. The, the more that you spend time with those people and let yourself be just like honest and open and vulnerable around those people, I think the more it starts to trickle in to other relationships and relationships that aren't as close, but also it gives you the safety and having those really deep, close relationships where you don't have to have everybody like you because like you already have your core people. Yeah. I think how you act around your family and how you feel or your close friends who you call your family, whatever, I think that's when you are being your most true self, right? You're letting your guards down. You're just comfortable in that setting. So when you're feeling good there, it definitely will bleed into other relationships. But I think sometimes it's hard to turn it on instantly too, like maybe in like a work setting, right? You're not going to be fully comfortable like you would around your family at the very start, but then, you know, you build relationships with people and you learn to open up and you feel more comfortable around them. So then you actually are letting, you know, your inner self come out. You're not just be, mm-hmm. being a chameleon to them or disagreeing with things because you're trying to, you know, maybe fit in with a co- like your coworkers or something like that. I feel like when you actually are sticking up for yourself and what you believe in, like that's when you know that you're not thinking of how everyone else is feeling about you. Like you just learn to not care as much. Obviously care about people, but not about what others are thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I think a good like determining factor that I have felt when I've really like tried to like hone in and focus on being authentic and real and true to myself is that when you are in a conversation with somebody or like you're spending time with someone, I think you can just be like that person just made me feel gross. I don't want to hang out with them anymore. <laughs> but I think there's also like it could be not that aspect and just be like, wait, I was trying to impress that person or I was trying to be like who that person wanted me to be. Or it's almost like you're trying to be something rather than just being. Yeah. And then, and I think, yeah, when the relationship is maybe not doing so hot because you weren't being your true self and you're like, Oh, I don't want to act this way. I don't want to keep pretending that I like this or pretending that I don't because of this person. Then you really are at, you know, 
a fork in the road and you have to decide like, hey, am I going to keep up this lie pretty much? Am I keep going to keep going down this path that's not doing me any good? Or am I going to be myself and, you know, speak up and maybe have to mm-hmm. walk away from that relationship mm-hmm. or conversation even if it's something that you just don't agree with? Yeah. It's also so much effort. Yeah. To try to to like be putting on an act almost it's it takes work and yeah it's like we've talked about in relationships you kind of want things to be effortless as much as possible you know you want to put an effort in certain places but you don't really want to put in effort to like not how you're perceived I guess how you're perceived like you just want to be your true self and have people love you for who you are right and if there's effort it should be in like in being kind and in being conscious to make other people's feel good and yeah. genuine yeah mm-hmm. it shouldn't be i'd be like i want this person to think i'm cool or smarter or you know whatever yeah. more successful than i actually am right you know like you should want to be successful for yourself or you know you should want to follow through with the goals that you have for you not for someone else or competing with someone else or something that we talk about a lot, comparing yourself to someone else in a way, you know, you want the drive behind something that is important to you to be coming from a passionate place that you are proud of, not somewhere of negativity and competitive actions with, you know, just constantly comparing yourself and not even really doing it for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like the external validation piece. Yeah. Where it's like, I need somebody else to think I'm good for me to believe that I'm good. Right. And in so many instances, I feel like there's times where I've been like, oh, I, I just want reassurance on this. Or, you know, because maybe I wasn't fully confident at that point in my life in whatever I was doing and reassurance obviously like makes you feel good but you can't like yeah be relying on that you know and you can't that can't be what's making you stay true to yourself you know you have to be you have to want it too and you have to know and trust your gut and just be confident in your thoughts or words or whatever you're trying to get across, mm-hmm. you know, for yourself. You have to make decisions and take a stand and be you. It's mm-hmm. it sounds so silly, but you don't you just have to be you for yourself so that you can actually fully appreciate your life. To that point, I think that's like a one thing when I say like I do my self work or whatever, self improvement. Yeah. I feel like it's almost like coming back to learning who you are and I don't even know like how to properly depict this but in my experience when I think back to childhood or like teen years you think about all of these different negative experiences at times where it might be you know like people weren't nice to you or people rejected you and as a child you want to put up this shield and you don't want to feel that pain especially when you're younger and you don't know how to cope with it because it it just feels so uncomfortable that you want to just be that chameleon and make sure everybody's nice to you and loves you and cares for you and you don't have to worry about that rejection 
But now being an adult, we have so many more coping mechanisms and we don't need to be like accepted and loved in all those ways by everyone. Mm -hmm. And back to the point of like the work that I've done is more like understanding those experiences and understanding like what I went through that made me feel like I couldn't be myself. And by doing that, it's like you get back into like knowing who you are and owning who you are and owning like what you genuinely like, like and value and care about. Whereas if you're operating from that place of your like subconscious protecting you from pain and rejection, you're almost on autopilot as opposed to like being really conscious about like what you're into, what you're not into, saying no to things you don't like, saying yes to the people that make you feel good. And I think that practice is really important. I think the the massive part of it is that that all takes time and yeah. practice. And it's like one small step on top of the other that allows you to get into that place of authenticity and like confidence and self-worth. Yeah, it's definitely something you have to work at. It's not just going to happen overnight. And I think it definitely stems from situations in your childhood where you did just want to fit in and you wanted to make friends and you did things that maybe you wouldn't have done now or in a different setting, right? You know, you would have thought through it a little bit more, but, but then it's like, you don't have like as silly as much as to say, but you're young and you don't have as much to lose then. So I feel like you're so focused on how you look to others because you're young and you're growing up and you're just in like awkward phases. So like you're focusing in on your appearance and like how people perceive you. But then as you get older, you know, you're working on yourself to follow your dreams or follow the path of life that you want to, right? And along those ways, you're making decisions for you and not thinking about others as much. So I feel like as you get older, it's easy, f- easier for you to be like, hey, I don't want to do that or I don't need to be pleasing this person. I don't need to be a people pleaser all the time. I don't need to do things I don't want to do because, you know, you've established yourself more and you've found what you enjoy in life. So it's easier for you to say no, I think. And also it even goes back to, you don't want to waste your time doing things with people you don't want to be with, or just working maybe a job that you hate, you know, it's like when maybe at a different point in your life, you would have just sucked it up because, you know, you just need to, but now it's like, Mm -hmm. you just are in the driver's seat a little bit more and you have, more to lose. So you want to like be enjoying your life for you. Mm -hmm. I think there's almost a good tip that comes from that where it's when you're older, what you were saying, it's that you don't, you have more options Mm -hmm. in your life. So you don't need acceptance from like this specific person or this specific person, because you have all these different people that like have potential to love you and care about you. Right. But I think the, the takeaway in that is if you are feeling that you do have to like people please, and that you do feel like you're like catering to this person and this person is almost to like expand your world a bit and to like seek out new relationships and seek out new opportunities and seek out new places you go and, you know, like make your world a little bit larger because I think that is something that we just kind of get 
stuck in these patterns or habits or relationships and we don't it's just like easy and it's yeah. it takes more effort to step out and to like meet new people and do whatever so i think finding ways to make your world a bigger place and know that your world the world is a really big place and that you don't need validation from this specific person and this person's opinion doesn't mean everything and it's like really your opinion of yourself and your internal happiness that should be your guiding light throughout everything. And if that means moving to a new city, if that means finding new friends, like you as an adult have the tools and the opportunity to do that. And you shouldn't forget that. (laughs) Right. Like you're in the driver's seat of your life, you know, don't let, the opinions of other people take control. Keep your eyes on, you know, the prize of whatever you're looking to accomplish in life and, like, don't let anybody, you know, bring you down. And if they do, let us know. (laughs) And we got your back. (laughs) Right. Then the next level of that, or almost like, I don't know, another stage, like, in relation is when we're talking about like owning who you are, I think it's also really being conscious about like who you want to be. Yeah. Like how you want people to perceive you, but in a way that's not from your ego. You know, it's like right. I want people to think that I'm kind and that I'm thoughtful and that I'm hardworking as opposed to like I want people to think I'm rich and hot and, you know, yeah, like there's there's different ways to go about it. And some are like authentic and some are genuine and some I think can be very egocentric. Yeah, I think thinking deep down who you want to be or what type of person you want to be and actually living by those values and sticking to them and being true to that and not just having someone be like, oh, look at that hot chick who probably like doesn't work hard or something like that and just like is like has like lucky girl syndrome or something like that and it's like no you know I want people to think that yeah like good qualities right like you're kind and giving and thoughtful and smart and hardworking stuff like that you know and you kind of need to live the way that you want people to perceive you, I guess, you know, you want to like genuinely have those traits and feelings in your everyday life where people be like, oh yeah, like she's so great. She's pretty and sweet and thoughtful and actually is, you know, not just like making things up. I think it's like you want to live a life and have people perceive you in that way, not be living a lie or have people think these like rumors about you or assumptions, if you will, you know, you, you want to be true to yourself and where it's like a no brainer. Someone thinks about you and and how you would think about yourself is how someone else would think about yourself because you actually are that type of person. You know, you're not living a lie or anything. Mm -hmm. I talked about this in a treat yourself once where you're never going to really know what people think about you. Right. You know, like we can only really know what people like what we think about ourselves or what people say. I guess yeah, (laughs) I guess and what people say, but also like that's all. There's there's this like very layered aspect of it where 
people and like just every single individual has such a layered perception of the world based on their experiences, based on their own insecurities. And it's like, you could be like the kindest, most wonderful person. And I could perceive you that way, but there can be another person down the street who you remind them of their ex-girlfriend who broke their heart and they could be like, oh, Anna's the worst. Right, and, right, right. You know, like, yeah. and it could be unwarranted. So you need to find the balance between like being a kind person and like doing all you can to respect people and, you know, be good. Yeah. And also like living life for yourself and not also like really caring what people are going to say because they're going to say whatever they want and right. it could have something to do with you. It could have something not, but the differentiating factor here is the people that you have close relationships with, people that you've already invested time, people right. who really do genuinely know you, I don't think are going to be at that same place of being like, oh, Anna reminds me of my, you know, <laughs> old friend who was really mean to me. So I have like a, a negative perception of her. Yeah. Because like, you know, we already have a close relationship. It's more so, like, interesting. people who don't know you have these, like, other perceptions of you, but obviously, like, your close circle, like, knows the real you, so, you know, you don't, you don't, you never have to, like, question it with them or anything, like, you know, you, mm-hmm. because you treat them in the way that you'd want to be treated, but also, I think, still, with, like, your inner circle, like, you have healthy relationships with them so I feel like that's why they're in your inner circle right so it's like because they do know you for you like they're not Mm -hmm. just sticking around because like you're living a lie like they actually like like your genuine self so I feel like it's like Mm -hmm. then with those people who are giving you the you know negative comments or whatever assumptions made about you kill them with kindness but also who cares who cares what those people think because like they don't mm-hmm. know you and you know those are people who you have to be like I don't need that in my life or I don't I need to be selfish and remove that toxic behavior you know yeah yeah a thousand percent and I think that's when it comes down to like owning who you are knowing who you are like knowing what you value knowing what's important to you because you could almost wear that as a shield of like when somebody is saying that you're one way and that person doesn't know you, it's like, what is, that doesn't really bother me. That doesn't really mean anything to me. Whereas if something, if you think something, you've done something wrong or like you've hurt someone, like to have like a direct conversation, but somebody who's just like seeing your Instagram post and comments something nasty, you're like, I don't, I don't know this person. Like, I don't, they don't know me. Like, this is such a waste of my energy to even think about it. And there's so many different scenarios. I just think, you know, social media is the most obvious, but just like, yeah, owning who you are and prioritizing your close relationships and not trying to please everyone and, you know, just doing the best you can. And being confident in yourself, you know, and understanding that not everybody's going to like you and that's okay because you don't have to be pleasing everyone. You know, you can be Mm -hmm. yourself and be the best version of you and those people can be left in the dust, you know? For sure. Yeah. I think there's another, just the confidence part 
brought up this idea of like shame and like having shame in who you are, having shame about these, like whatever it is, having shame that you're not smart enough or whatever. I don't know. I think that's like a really good thing to reflect on as somebody who's like reflected on on that. Yeah. And I, I think it could be really interesting if you're like sitting down right now and I'm like, okay, I'm shameful of this part of myself. I have this one, I don't even want to, <laughs> I don't, I don't really want to say it because I don't want to like be, I have a negative connotation to other people who are associated with this, but I remember like having shame around where I went to undergrad and oh. because, you know, I went for reasons that were not probably like the reasons that other people went to the school and I thought that it made me seem that I didn't go to this prestigious school, that it made me seem like one way. So I felt kind of ashamed about it, and I didn't really want to tell people where I went to school. And I would have rather been like, no, I went to an Ivy, you know? But then coming to that place of being like, wait, this doesn't mean I'm stupid, you know? It doesn't mean, like, it doesn't mean all these things. And, like, really becoming to the place of, like, almost practicing, like, telling people in a proud way and telling people in like a confident way that allowed me to like really step into who I am and step into my experiences and be like, I don't give a fuck. Like if you have this perception of me, like I know that I'm intelligent. I know that I'm these things. Like I don't need any other validation from you or this person or whatever. And that's just something interesting to reflect on, like at at an individual level of being like, are there any things that like, if I told somebody, like I would be ashamed of it. Like, or somebody that I really admire, if I told them this aspect of myself, like, would that make me uncomfortable? And, like, really reflecting on those things and being able to own them and just, like, know that they're true. Like, there's just certain things that we can't change about ourselves. And there's also this whole, like, human spectrum that, like, sometimes we're mean, sometimes we're nice, sometimes we're, you know, honest, sometimes we're dishonest. Like, we all make mistakes and we all have these different parts of our personalities and, like, really just being... Like, owning not being perfect, too, I think can allow us a lot of freedom in life. Yeah, I think we live in a society where perfection is glorified and we're expected to be held to that standard in everything we do. And we don't embrace our strengths enough. You know, we're always, like, thinking about weaknesses and Mm -hmm. maybe things that, like, bring us down. But, like, there's so much more we have to offer and, you know wherever we came from or whatever we're doing or however we got here, like that shouldn't bring us down. If anything, like it helped you get to where you are today and you want to own that, you know, you don't want to be ashamed. You, you don't need others opinions to influence, you know, how you became the best version of yourself because had you not gone to that school or made that decision or whatever it may be like you might have not been where you were today for sure a hundred percent yeah no and I think that's like the that's a very important part of it which like allows us to take ownership and then be ourselves and be totally honest and totally open with people and then allows them to do the same allows us to have these deep relationships allows us to feel confidence in ourselves And I think through being more confident, it allows us to take more risks and to step into different roles and to take on more responsibilities. And I think 
you know, confidence allows us to get to higher places in life almost. And I just think it does take work to get there because I, I really, you know, I really have felt that. And I think almost taking ownership of that and being like, I feel insecure. Let's get to a place of confidence. Like, you know, yeah, just being true with yourself. Yeah. And just, you know, make daily actions towards authenticity. Right. And, you know, keep, expressing, you know, things you're grateful for and exploring your values in life and, you know, acting on those rather than shaming yourself or feeling bad for something that makes you feel happy at the end of the day. I think a good little exercise following this conversation is to think about if you had to come on our podcast as our host there's a thousand people listening to you in our conversation. What would you tell us that you would be ashamed to tell us? And think about that and come to a place of owning it and knowing that we love you no matter what. And so do all your loved ones. And like, I think that is a good practice to allow you to step in to yourself, to step into who you are and to step out of perfectionism. I agree. I'm, already taking notes and I'm going to be doing that, you know, each day. How can we be better? (laughs) How can we be better together here on Love to Hear It? Every episode, we are taking a step towards being our most authentic self. Are we not? No, we really are. We really are. I mean, this is the soul. We're going to call this episode Authenticity 101. (laughs) The core of our podcast episode. (laughs) For sure. Well, whew, I got, I got fired up in this, in this conversation. I feel like I was like, somebody's taking over my body. Right. We're just passionate Um, about authenticity. It's fine. We are. We're passionate about it. We're passionate about you finding your authenticity. It's knowing we love and accept you for exactly as you are. And you're wonderful. You're even more wonderful for listening to our podcast. So we just think you're superior to everybody else already. (laughs) But on that note, we'll see you next week. Happy Love to Hear It Day, everybody. Thank you so much for joining. If you enjoyed the episode, we'd love for you to share with a friend or leave a five-star review. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe. We love you and can't wait to see you next week. Boom. Mic drop. We did it. (laughs) That's it. That's our podcast. I'm just kidding.